Welcome to Interviews, hosted by Randy Goodman, Harvey Callis Real Estate, your real estate professional. Get to know our community, our businesses, products, and services that will elevate your life. Please welcome your hostess, Randy Goodman. Hey everybody, it's Randy Goodman here from Harvey Callis Real Estate, and I am super excited to have Liz Jacoy, who is a Design Your Life coach, and I can't wait to hear exactly what that means. So Liz, thank you for being here with me. Randy, thank you so much for inviting me here today. Appreciate it. Thank you. Well, it's my pleasure, and I can't wait to share you. We've known each other for a few years now, and... Mm -hmm. I look forward to sharing all the wonderful things about you. Tell us a little bit about what you do and what you're passionate about. Well, what I do is I teach successful business women who are feeling frustrated and stuck and overwhelmed in their life because they feel disconnected from their mind, body, and soul, how to move forward with energy and enthusiasm so they can spend 90% of their time in a state of peace and calm. Wow. So I just want to ask you, like, mm -hmm. what does it mean if I'm not connected to my mind, body, and soul? What might I be feeling or thinking? Because I'm not sure that's clear to everybody. So if you can explain that for us, I would love for people, because then they could say, oh, that's me, you know? Absolutely. And you know what? That's a great question. Um, and, and what that means is, it means you're out of alignment you know, uh, what I found is a lot of people that maybe start feeling like they're stressed, anxious, and overwhelmed, so they start reading personal development books or a podcast or start a nutrition, fitness, but then fall off. And the reason why they fall off is because they're still in a state of what I call suffering. Mm. Because they're thinking that they're not good enough or they're thinking other things like money's hard to make. And fitness, nutrition, books, and all those kind of things won't help them move beyond. So that's what I do. I teach them what their thinking patterns are so they can change that thinking and move forward. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Thank you for the explanation. Because, yeah, I know a lot of people would be like, I don't know what that means. Is that me? Is it not me? <laughs> so is this something that you always did, Liz? Like, did you grow up thinking this is what you're going to be when you grow up? Or tell us a little bit about the journey. Wow. I love that question. Uh, yeah, definitely. From a very early age. I always had this feeling that I wanted to help people and I always recognized uh, that people had potential within them mm -hmm. and that we can grow and develop. So to be honest, that's one of the reasons I went into psychology. I took a uh, degree in psychology at University of Toronto, wow. but then I went into human resources thinking that with that career, I would be developing people, helping them to grow because I felt that human beings were resources for the or organization to grow and develop. Okay. Um, so it kind of started started my career about a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so then tell us a little bit more, like how did you get to where you are now? How did I get to where I was? So I worked in human resources and then I started my own business training and development. And I used to go into companies to identify the gaps. So where they are, where they want to be. And I'd find, you know, it was whether time management, leadership skills, customer service, that sort of thing. And so when I, and, and giving them training to move them like skills and abilities and that sort of thing. And when I go back to do follow-ups one month, three months, and six months later, I find they were falling off track. Hmm. And, and so I'd bring them back on board with doing the things again, but I couldn't figure out, and I kept thinking all these years, I sat in inquiry about what is that gap? Mm -hmm. And so now I combine the neuroscientific 
psychology behind what's in that gap. And really what it is, is that inner conflict. It's that suffering that we talked about. And unless they can change the pattern of thinking, do some neurosculpting, which is what I do now, um, that's, that can shrink the gap. Wow. Okay. So, so you started your own business, but it wasn't the same business as it is today, was it? No, that was, uh, that was training and development. Then I took some time off to raise my kids. Then I went back um, as a career counselor, as a career coach. So I did some job coaching, career counseling, and um, I was also a job counselor, employment counselor. So I was doing a lot of training, helping people with resumes, career kind of choices. So I'm always move. So I guess what it was is always moving people from a state of despair mm -hmm. to a state of hope. Okay. And I found that through the idea of questioning and helping them come up with what it is that's holding them back from really moving forward and mm -hmm. really truly wanting what they want in life. And so that's why I launched um, this business about six years ago. And it's really giving people the scientific reasons behind their thinking so that they can go, oh, right? So a lot of those light bulbs go off and that's where the true transformation changes is when they realize that it's their thinking that's causing the problem. Right, right. Now, I hope this is okay to bring up, but you had like a huge physical transition in the last many years. Do you, do you want to share that with us? Absolutely. Um, I had my third breakdown um, at the age of 56. It's just because I had so much fun the first two times, so why not do it? A <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, but what I realized was the reason why I broke down was because of my thinking. So, and I was 80 pounds overweight. The doctor said, you know, you got to lose weight because I was facing coronary, you right. know, a lot of other things. But right. anyway, so I did. So I thought I'd focus on my fitness and nutrition first. Mm -hmm. So initially, because I had a knee problem, um, a torn meniscus and arthritis, I really couldn't do a lot of exercising. And walking was a real challenge. I could barely right. walk 50 meters. But once I, just, once I found a way to fuel my body, to burn fat and increase my metabolism, the weight started to come off. And of wow. course that led to, you know, getting more energy, wanting to walk further and further every day. Then I went into fitness and then I lost 80 pounds and a lot of it, but then, yeah. Wow. That's incredible, you know, that, that you did that. So congratulations. Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of willpower and, uh, you know, and discipline. So good for you. Like Thank I know you. I go up and down and it's like <clears throat> to stay on track. I know it's difficult. So yeah. Definitely. Thank you for sharing that. So what kind of people would be the right ones to reach out to you? Like what kind, what's going on in their lives? What do they look like? So that whoever's listening might say, Hey, that's me. Great. That's a great question. Successful women in business could be professional women, um, maybe working in a corporate environment even. They're, they're at that stage in life where they're feeling like life isn't unfolding as they imagined. You know, maybe they're getting up every morning feeling drained, lacking passion, and they just want to get through the day because I know because I've been there. And they don't really know why they keep starting and stopping whether, when it comes to their health their personal life, maybe even business goals, you know, that they, they get really inspired, but then something pulls them back. 
And so they're sitting in front of their computer and maybe in a state of overwhelm, stress and anxiety. And when they're not feeling good enough, what they're doing is, you know, they're sending out emails and that sort of thing. And they're sitting there thinking, I'm not good enough. And so the emails aren't good enough. The responses aren't good enough. Or maybe money's hard to make. Whatever those limiting beliefs that they have. And they're suffering because they really want to just be present and enjoy being with their families and get off this roller coaster that they're on. Um, and they want the money and time freedom to eventually travel when we can, or maybe just, you know, go and walk and enjoy the park without having all these other things sort of looping in their head, the self-criticism and that sort of thing. Right. So the, these are the women that are now aware of that they're sabotaging themselves in some way. And of course, when they're doing that, they realize that they're starting to resent their life and maybe others in their life, maybe their work, right? maybe even, you know, they don't even want to do anything anymore. And sometimes they compare themselves to others. And that's when they really start beginning to not feel good about themselves. So right. those are the typically the women that I work with. Wow. Okay. So anybody out there feeling any or thinking any of those things, then please reach out to Liz because I know she's proven it over and over again that she can help you. So Liz, I know you also feel it's important to give back to society. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've been involved in or what's important to you? Definitely. One of the things I'm researching now, and I've done a lot of research and inquiry over the years, and that's why I'm doing now what I'm doing in terms of the neural science. But now I'm looking at Alzheimer's and dementia because my mom is uh, in a long-term care facility. And one of the things I noticed is when, she, when I stimulated her more mentally, um, she seemed to come alive more or was able to change some of the way, like she was more compassionate. Oh, yeah. And so I started to look at that. So what I was doing really is I do, I was volunteering in the home, you know, helping them with um, crafts. They'd have music day. I'd take mom and some other um, people down. They used to have like once a month, they'd have birthdays. So I, I did a lot of volunteering in the home so that I, that way I can observe and notice changes in how Alzheimer's or dementia patients would respond to compassion. So that's what I've been doing. Wow, mm -hmm. very interesting. Okay, great, good for you, good for you. And you know, it's difficult to give our time, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's easy to write a check, but it's very difficult to actually give our time. So thank you for doing that because that's, you know, the money's great and it makes a difference, but it really makes an impact to individuals when you're actually taking your time to do that. So thank you for doing that. Thank you. So do you have any tips or suggestions for people out there? And it can be anything. It can be personal, professional, whatever you're feeling right now. Um, recognize what you're feeling recognize that there's only two states that you can be in and one is either a negative state which we call suffering or primal or a positive state which we call powerful so if you're in a state of despair you can be in a state of hope and it's recognizing that you can't be you can be in one or the other and you can really start looking at your thinking what are you thinking when you're in a state of despair what are you thinking when you're in a state of stress what are you thinking and then recognize that maybe what you're thinking about is really not true. You know, like for example, um, I remember going to a coffee shop once and a friend of mine didn't show up. So I was thinking that she didn't like me. 
Right. Right. And it's like, it's not that she didn't like me. And I didn't get a text from her for two days later. And for those two days, I was ruminating about, my God, she doesn't like me. You know, it's wow. so hard to find friends. And then I realized when I got the text from her that, you know, it was because her dog had gotten ill and she had to rush off to the vet and didn't have time to tell me. So it's like, why was I in such a suffering state about it for two days? And then I realized the unintelligence in my thinking. It was my thinking that was causing the problem. So that's what I want people to do is recognize that it's thinking that's causing the problem. It's right. not the problem right. itself. And reaching out and finding out what happened. Instead right. of making all these negative thoughts appear, <laughs> call her up or text her and, hey, are you okay? <laughs> I was in so much suffering that I was afraid to do that because I thought if I do that, would that would cause more suffering that she didn't like me. It was just so dumb, right? <laughs> You're going to hear a terrible answer that you don't want to hear. <laughs> right? Meanwhile, that's, like, that's, that's what goes on, though. That's what I noticed. That's what goes on in our lives, right? We start Things happen, right? Right? <laughs> It's that loop, that self-critical loop yeah. that goes on in our heads, that inner dialogue. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's self-sabotaging sometimes, right? So, Definitely. You know, and it's people like you that help them to get out of those thinking patterns so that they can be, you know, thinking a little more positively or being more proactive to find out, hey what's what happened are they okay like did they get in an accident god forbid or did they you know did something happen and you know it puts your brain in a different state where you're not internalizing and thinking you're this terrible horrible person that they're really not that interested in yeah <laughs> right? so i realized it really it's not about me right it really isn't because i think that's when we're suffering we were just so really self-absorbed that's what i noticed it was you know that's what was happening so exactly. and that's why I do what I do yeah because it is yeah I love that so how can people get a hold of you oh great uh well they can um check out my website at www.lizjacoy.com uh on LinkedIn I'm also on LinkedIn just Liz Jacoy it's easy to get hold of me on my LinkedIn profile and even on my website there's my um email address which is easy again lizjacoy at gmail.com Try and keep it very simple and easy for everyone. You can get hold of me that way. Yeah, book a free, I offer what I call a free breakthrough session. Sometimes people come to me and that's all they need is a little tweak. Maybe you need a little bit more, but it's worth investigating. So, yeah. I love that. Thank you. And thank you for offering that. So there you go, guys. No obligation. You can uh, have a chit chat with Liz and, you know, see where it goes. See where it goes from there. So please reach out to her. Uh, Liz, thank you so much for sharing with us and, you know, giving some great tips for everybody. It was really a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. And it's an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much, Randy. Have an awesome day. You too. Have a great day. See you later. Thank you for listening to this interview hosted by Randy Goodman. We hope you will take action and connect with the incredible business people and leaders in our community. And remember, Randy is always here to answer any questions you have regarding your real estate needs. Be sure to register on the website and stay up to date on what's happening in your area at parkbench.com slash millpond.